0: What world is this? For the second straight week, Sound Off starts before 11? Christmas came a week early. Love it.
1: Live from WHO HD, it's
0: Sound Off. With Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fales with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off.
2: All right, we are on before 11. Thanks to the uh, Cowboys not letting the Bucks take the game to overtime. Cowboys move to what, 12 and two? On the
0: 12 end? and two. They look like they well, they are the team to beat in the NFC right now. And you know what the NFL? We were talking about this earlier. NFL, what are they wishing for for the Super Bowl?
2: Cowboys Patriots. Brady oh. against the Cowboys. Man, uh, I love that. Final Sunday night football of the season next week, and we will have sound off on Christmas night after Sunday night football. Sound off at 515 282 9010. The hot topic, slight underdog Iowa, puts the beat down on Northern Iowa at the Hy-Vee Classic, and heavy favorite Iowa State comes from behind to pull away from Drake, and it was tighter than most expected for a long time. to sound off. Hmm. What a mess at Minnesota. The football team threatened to boycott the Holiday Bowl unless the university reinstated 10 suspended players for roles in an alleged sexual assault. The remaining Gophers were upset those players had been named publicly before due process. Their reputations damaged, if not ruined. The 10 players remained suspended. The boycott spiked. So how did we get here? The 22-year-old woman accused several players of sexual assault in September. A criminal investigation led to no arrests. The police report suggests that initially the sex appeared consensual. No means no no matter when no arrives. The woman claims a line formed and she could not get anyone to stop. The female student also admits she was drunk. This is not a trial. The standard of proof for a university's code of conduct is simply more likely than not it happened. The federally mandated equal opportunity and affirmative action investigation led to an 80-page report that tells the story primarily from the woman's point of view but also with video texts and player interviews. It is a sordid and disgusting tale that also involves, shamefully, an underage recruit. When television station KSTP released the report, the football team read details that made ethical high ground unattainable. Head coach Tracy Clays proudly backed his players. One would assume and hope Clays had not seen the 80-page report. President Eric Kaler initially hid behind privacy laws, which universities often do when it's convenient and in their interest. But boy, did he get it wrong here. Transparency and communication could have helped immeasurably. Athletic director Mark Coyle made it all worse when he stammered his way through a press conference that made him appear he did not believe in what he was saying. Own it or change it. Bottom line, playing football is not a right. It's a privilege. Something does not have to be illegal to be wrong. All involved put themselves in a bad situation and now all have had their lives changed. Also deflating, we finally saw the two-year-old video of Oklahoma football star Joe Mixon punching a woman in the face. The woman is Amelia Molitor. She is wrong to push and slap Mixon. But he is more wrong for hitting her so hard she suffered four broken bones in her face and had her jaw wired shut. Bob Stoops saw this violent video and did not boot Mixon off the team. Stoops kept Mixon on scholarship and suspended him one year, a de facto redshirt season. Mixon apologized and did no jail time. I'm alarmed how many people say Mixon had every right to defend himself. Joe Mixon is a 6'1", 230-pound elite athlete. Amelia Molitor presented no physical threat to him. If my 12-year-old son loses his mind and slaps me, it's not okay for me to hit him with a haymaker. Same deal with my 110-pound wife. They do not present a physical threat to me, just as Amelia Molitor presented none to Joe Mixon. Bob Stoops should be ashamed of himself. And now we've seen the video that proves it. Well said, Keith. Could not have said it any better. The Hy-Vee
0: Classic is a cool event. Two games, NCAA style venue, all in one day. Just one problem. I wish I could have watched it. Can we please get both games on TV? Seriously. The marquee matchup was Iowa, you and I, two teams that have split the previous 10 meetings. The only place you could watch the best game of the Classic was streaming on ESPN3. Come on, folks, it's 2016. At least the Iowa High School Sports Network put their games on Comcast Chicago. Game two, Iowa State Drake was on MC22. Props to Mediacom for getting this game on, but only half the state has Mediacom. The Classic is great, but organizers have to find a way to get both games on TV for everyone in the state to see. Not everyone can make the trip to Des Moines in below-zero weather. Nine days after beating the Cyclones by 14, Iowa beats I by 23. Hawks are state champs and oozing with confidence. Peter Jock ranks fifth in the entire country in scoring, tops among all Power Five conferences. Jock is an NBA player, if you can shoot like he can. He'll find a spot in the league. I don't know what to make of you and I. The Panthers beat Oklahoma and Arizona State, but got crushed by Iowa and lost to Wyoming. They need more consistency. Iowa State beat Drake by 17, but the game was much closer than the final score. Heck, it was tied with six minutes left. I still think the Cyclones can be a top-tier team in the Big 12, but right now, something seems to be missing. Nazmi Long knows how to break out of a slump. 37 points. They need more of that naz if they want to contend in the conference. Drake has been a mess all year, but give credit to the Bulldogs for hanging tough. If they give that effort every night for Jeff Rutter, they'll win some games. Finally, the Drake women beat Iowa today for the first time in 15 years. Jenny Baranchek continues to prove she's a young,
2: elite mid-major coach. She sure does. That's a, a big, big win for the Drake women. Um, uh, there's that mutual respect, even uh, affection between Boronchek and Bluter. But, yeah. boy, this is a real statement game for Drake. And, and they've been close in a, a couple of seasons, but got over the hump today, beat the Hawkeyes. Yeah, it's a
0: huge win for her, and she's not one to boast about that. She knows how much Lisa Bluter means to her. But sure. you've got to f- feel she that in- inside... Uh, she feels pretty proud of her team that they were kind of get that monkey off of her
2: back. Eric is in Russell tonight. Eric, uh, what are you thinking? I like to see
0: all the games on Iowa men and women because
1: we love watching them.
2: Well, we are uh, we're spoiled, John, yeah. and, um, and and this is where you expect though to be in 2016. I had so much feedback yesterday my, at, at, at my son's basketball games and. I was hearing from people all day who were so frustrated that they could get, like, one game but not the other. It seemed like I didn't run into anybody who who could get both with whatever delivery system they had. And you just don't expect that when you have your big four teams playing on this big stage in this uh, well-run event. It seems like the perfect environment, the perfect arena to broadcast both
0: games to the entire state of Iowa. I don't get how you can do one and not the other. I'm not going to pretend to be a genius when it comes to money and the marketing and ESPN and and media. I get all that, but come on.
2: There are so many avenues to get this on TV. you got to get it done. Yeah, it's, it's contracts, different contracts with different schools. Gary is in Urbandale. you got a shout-out. Gary, who's the shout-out to?
0: Hey, I had the luxury of watching some NFL football today, and I saw numerous Iowa players on the, the Packers and everybody, and I have a big boner.
2: Very happy for you, Gary. Uh, you know what was cool today, too? Uh, well, this was cool. This wasn't cool. This was cold. What's the temperature say there? Wind chill? Negative five. <laughs> Negative five. But how about uh, David Irving tonight? The guy was kicked off the Cyclones, just dominating on the pass rush for the Cowboys. And then did you see the Alan Lazard tweet with the stop sign? That
0: was, it was something about the... Uh, Telling the, the Bucks to stop. The, yeah, the Cowboys made a big stop. It was David Irving. And, of course, Lazard posts the famous picture of David Irving running around Visha with the stop sign in his hands, which eventually got him kicked off the team. But, man, he was a beast tonight he, for the Cowboys.
2: He was. And Aaron Rodgers uh, making another run at a Most Valuable Player Award. He's, uh, he's taking it up a notch. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. The director of Sound Off, Old Spice, Judges. a Matt from Clive says that uh,
1: <laughs>
2: wait a minute. Uh, uh, apparently I've been put on put in the cockpit here by Old Spice that I look like a uh, Wedge and Is that how you say that from the original Star Wars trilogy? That's actor Dennis Lawson. Old Spice.
0: You look like it right there.
2: Yeah, geez, I'd like to I'd Can't like see to much be in that place. You see Rogue One yet? I have not. It's good. It's good. Chad Naltuda says, new Drake basketball coach, Jeff Rudder. Looks like The Office actor Paul Liberstein, who plays Toby, Old Spice. That's a good one. That's a good one there. Nicely done, Chad.
1: All right, guys, let's take a look back, okay? Was 2016 a really special year or just another one? It's What's bugging Andy next.
2: On Twitter, it's at SoundOff13. Lane writes, still a mediocre team with doubtful postseason hopes, but young talent has us all hopeful for future success. Uh, j would that be the way you'd say that? Jabo yep. Yep, j pencil and Moss.
0: Don't forget about Tyler Cook. He's going to be back in about a week or two. B. McCool writes, other than Naz and Monte, it troubles me to see no chemistry amongst the others. And we just got to text you. We are uh, doing big right now at Goodsons with Tommy. Our good friend Tommy at Goodsons says oh, really? we, we are big right there right now.
2: Really? Okay, well, that, yep. that, uh, it's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, 2016. It's what's bugging Andy.
1: Guys, 2016 is winding down, and as we look back, I'm not sure what to make of it, and that's what's bugging me. I mean, was it the year or just another year? I mean, it was the year the Hawkeyes made their triumphant return to the Rose Bowl, and just another year that that game was over before halftime. 2016 was the year that Peyton Manning ended his career with another championship at the center of the spotlight and once again used that spotlight to plug his pizza shops and beer investments. It was the year that Cyclone fans loyally followed their team to the Sweet 16. They let their cardinal and gold love flow. And that flow got pinched off midstream when George Niang got called for every violation but jaywalking in the first half of the Cyclones lost. This was the year of SoundOff 1000. But just another year when SoundOff didn't go on the air until midnight because the NFL needed six commercial breaks before the end of their Sunday night game and the end of their broadcast. Well, this was the year that North Dakota State would absolutely come to Iowa and lose, and I could safely sit out here and needle the BISOs and guarantee a win. And it was just another year when I ended up eating more crow than a, a, well, nothing has eaten more crow than I have. It was the year that the Cubs won the World Series. Just another year when Cub fans ended the season with a really, really, really good reason to get drunk. And it was the season when the Hawkeyes thrilled their fans with home wins over Michigan and Nebraska and, and, and uh, well, earned a trip to the Outback Bowl. Again? The Outback Bowl? I mean, did Kirk Ferentz get some sort of punch card back in 2004? Order four Outback Bowls, get the fifth one free? He agreed to bring in someone's mail down there every holiday season. I mean, he's constantly in Tampa. He's been to the Outback more times than Crocodile Dundee. <sighs> All right. Let's just count our blessings, okay? I mean, it's been quite a year, guys. Again, I'm Andy Fales and that's what's bugging me.
2: Thanks, Andy. Live phone calls coming up. And why is Zombie Burger part of Who's in Your Five? The answer next... Who is? Wow! Like us on Facebook, Sound <laughs> Off Nation. Chris writes: According to Bowie, they Drake didn't deserve to be on the same court as ISU. If they want to do anything in the Big 12, they need to check themselves at the door. Should note, uh, Bowie apologized on his Twitter account, apologized to Drake tonight.
0: Yep. Matt writes: These guys need to shut up and learn how to play basketball before they run their mouths. Losing to Iowa
2: in a close game against Drake, and they're bragging? Ouch. Who's in your five? Uh, John thinks the rapper Drake sucks. That's an unpopular opinion. Here are five more unpopular opinions from sports guys you know. Michael Admire thinks Zombie Burger is the worst restaurant in Des Moines. That's number five. That's Michael Admeyer. Uh, number four unpopular opinion. Scott Sipker thinks kids under four should not have birthday parties. What a downer. Uh, Number three, Bryce Miller insists steak is overrated. Number uh. number two, Tommy Boy is a bad movie. Who said that? According to Andy Fails. Oh, that's ridiculous. And craziest of all, Murph and Andy show producer Andrew Downs says milk ruins cereal. What? Milk ruins cereal. Just eats it dry, picking out of the bowl? He eats it dry. He puts it in a bowl and eats it with a spoon with with no no milk. (laughs) That is just crazy. Uh, Let's get back to the live phone calls. Frank is in Des Moines. Frank has a Super Bowl prediction. Frank, are you going with Cowboys, Patriots, or do you see something else happening? Ooh, I, I like half of that. So, NFC, I have the Cowboys. And with my bias, hear me out. AFC, I have the Chiefs. With their defense and special teams, I think they're the only team that can go into New England and defeat that team. What do you guys think?
0: Frank, you think the Chiefs have enough offense? They they started out great today against Tennessee, as we saw, but then the Titans kicked that game-winner. I just don't know if the Chiefs have enough offense.
2: Well, as long as Andy Reid does not go with Kirk Ferentz, his uh, offensive playbook for a second half point, I think they would be okay. Cowboys Chiefs. Uh, The Chiefs, because of that defense, he's right. Yeah, they're going to be in it. But uh, you're going to go against Tom Brady in Foxborough At- if the Chiefs are playing the Patriots? That,
0: that's tough. After the Patriots, who else in the AFC? I mean, you got the Chiefs. I mean, people say maybe the Steelers. I don't really know who else is really a great contender in the AFC besides the Patriots. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the clear cut favorites in the AFC.
2: They are. The Raiders are back in the playoffs, but I don't think anybody's going to pick yeah. the Raiders to win in Foxborough, although it's possible. Peyton is in Pella. Peyton, what's going on in Pella?
1: Hey, you know, uh, I've just been following you and I. And, you know, they
2: like they've been having a, such a great season. And, you know, I'm actually pretty surprised. Although, you know, if they played the Central Dutch, there would be a little bit of problems. Because when you get uh, Trevor Argo with the ball, it's crazy. I mean, that's it sounds a great so, so team. It sounds Is very this personal? Trevor Argo yeah. on the phone right now? <laughs> yeah. Trevor, Trevor.
0: Uh, Peyton, this is actually Trevor on the phone. But, yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know that this is the night for the you and I dominating and looking great at basketball call because uh, Iowa put it on Northern Iowa. John, you and I was a slight favorite in this game. Yeah, I thought I, Iowa would win. I didn't think Iowa would win by 23. I thought
0: Iowa would win because of the way they played against Iowa State, but man, uh, they, they shut you and I down and then they, they scored as well. You and I, known for their defense, but they, they put it inside, they put it outside. Iowa playing with a lot of confidence, and as I mentioned, Tyler Cook might be back this week, but he should be back by the time Big Ten play starts against Purdue.
2: Yeah, at this point, make sure he's healthy before you yeah. bring him back. Uh Cheeser. Oh no. Will be back on the show tonight. I know Cheeser has a He's a, back. He's got a fan club. And Andy's long nightmare is over. Bison <laughs> joined Join Faceoff <laughs> next. You can email the show, sound off at of whotv.com. I'm a Hawkeye fan, but we'll cheer for the Cyclones if they aren't playing each other. Not anymore, not in basketball. These kind of comments are arrogant and inexcusable. You know what they say, pride goes before the fall. I see a big face plant coming. Coach Prom. get a hold of your team. Kristen and Sully, again, um, Bowie apologized on Twitter tonight for his comments after the game yesterday.
0: Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it Face Off. Murph, LSU running back Leonard Fournette is skipping the Citrus Bowl to focus on the NFL Combine and not getting injured. I'm actually surprised more kids don't
2: skip lower-tier bowl games. You okay with it? Let's just say I don't like it, but I do understand it. And with the college football playoff making bowl games less important than ever, expect more healthy withdrawals. North Dakota's reign in FCS football has come
0: to an end. Hallelujah! The Bison lost at home to James Madison in the semifinals. Honestly, that was a hell of a run, but it feels good to see the green and yellow lose,
2: right? I am so humbled by North Dakota State that I can only congratulate the Bison on another outstanding season. Really?
0: Wichita State is rumored to be a potential basketball only addition to the AAC, American Athletic Conference. That conference has teams like Cincinnati, Memphis, UConn, Houston. If the Shockers make the move, it would be a huge blow to the Missouri Valley. Remember, Creighton already left for the Big East. Good move for the Shockers to make that jump? No, they'll lose their big fish, small pond
2: status, no.
0: Finally, Major League Baseball takes a stance against rookie hazing. MLB bans players from dressing as women or any other costumes that may be offensive to someone's race, sex, age, nationality. It's an anti-bullying, anti-hazing policy. I always looked at the costumes as fun, but too. I also understand the world we live in
2: now where someone may take offense to a
0: certain costume.
2: I think it was used for team building and most players enjoyed it. I wish there was a way to make it optional, but like you said, 2016. Over-under, overrated, New Year's Eve, too drunk, too expensive, too late. <laughs> Underrated, Christmas Eve. Get oh. those cookies out for Santa. Christmas Eve is fantastic. Oh. That, that is enough. That is just quite enough. Shut it, zip it, one minute. Let's go, boys. All right, let's get Easy. to uh, Wesley and Urbadale. Your Super Bowl prediction, Wesley. Um,
0: Yes, I'm going to go old school. Okay. Uh, mid mid-90s. And we'll go mid teams: Cowboys, Steelers. Cowboys,
2: Cowboy Steelers. Steelers. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, Cheezer, welcome oh, back, back to Sound Off, Cheezer. What's on your mind? Hey, I want to uh, uh, wish you guys a Merry Christmas and JD, Marco, Kathy, Chris. Merry Christmas. I just want to uh, say, Sam Bradford, is terrible uh, Vikings need a different different offensive line coach. And if you if your guys aren't busy, uh, three o'clock Luther Church. I hope uh, come to church on Friday. The Cheezer, thank you for the a nice call from cheese. The Cheeser has the Christmas spirit,
0: I think. Wishing a Merry Christmas,
2: inviting us to church. I'm uh, like ba- in, in a good mood now. How bad were the Vikings? I'm surprised 30, he's in that 46. kind of mood. And Dak Prescott, I think he keeps his job after Here's tonight. Here's the best
0: player of the night, there Ezekiel Elliott, into the Salvation Army kettle, and he's going to get fined for that. If you don't have
2: cash, <laughs> you just jump in. That'll do it for us. Uh, we are back next week. We are. We'll have a, a show on Christmas, so we're hoping you're with us. We leave you
0: with the sound off, send off from Riverside High School in Oakland. Down one, Riverside's Brent Pengraft makes a 90 foot buzzer beater for the win. Check it out, Brent. Take it away. Good.